Welcome back to 78 Amped uh, and to Hot Singles in Your Local Area. I'm Max Higgins and today I'm joined by uh, a familiar voice for anyone who's been around the 78 Amped camp for long enough because it's it's a man who's joined us to to talk about you know many lineups uh, for, for shows. Um, we did a Splendor in the Grass review back in the day when you could actually go to live music festivals. It's uh, the man... Well, one half of the people behind the, uh, the fantastic Price Negotiable podcast, Nick Huntington. How's it going, mate? Absolutely spectacular, Maxi. Always a pleasure to be back uh, on the 78 Amp feed on Maine. You know, I don't know if you all got that <laughs> Patreon cranking yet, but I'm sure that I can infect that once that happens. <laughs> it's good to you'll be on Maine. You'll be coming on for sure. We'll give you your own little segment, Patreon with Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you them, them OnlyFans accounts in as well, you know. We can do all oh, platforms to get yes. in fresh numbers. <laughs> well, I mean, let's let's give a quick little shout out to Price Negotiable at the top. What have you guys been? I mean, I felt like I've had the honor of, of being on that show, but I'm going to let you do the do the elevator pitch for why people should be listening. All right. Well, ladies, you know, we're all on the internet all the time. We all also like to, in this day and age, use a bit of the potentially problematic... Facebook Marketplace, Gumtree, you know, you're, you're meeting people that you shouldn't be meeting from the online world into reality. And that's what it's all about. It's all us chatting with comedians, people from all walks of life about their experience, bringing that online world into reality, which I think we've all experienced the absolute worst of at some point, <laughs> uh, especially during COVID. I've been absolutely going ham on the uh, the use, use Marketplace, buying all sorts of dumb crap, but... It's just a great time. It's a great pod to listen to, to uh, feel better about yourself. That You don't have to be involved in some of the horrendous things that we've uh, <laughs> all had to be involved in as hosts and guests of yeah. uh, that program. You bring in the URL to the IRL. Which I'm sure you that, can attest uh, to, hands down. Yeah, that's, that's a good one. Oh, URL yeah. to IRL. I like that. That's the way to do it. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. You're you're the guest on, 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 the, on the show today, so I'm going to let you start us off. What... Uh, What's what's one of the six new tracks people should have in their ears and on their playlist that you're bringing to us today? I'm definitely going to be hitting that that overseas hit real quick. I mean, I, well-known, big four, triple Z, Brizzy, lover. But I do like to, to hit that overseas button every once in a while. And that new Alchemist album absolutely goes off. Uh, latest single, Loose Change. Got Earl Sweatshirt on the track. I'm the voice, I had to speak for the org, past the preacher, smash up weed on the organ, master teachers, actually couldn't hold me. I was hungry, mama made a son read, so I'm hunting, glances to the peak, feed me. Some of the best rap production, just general rap out there at the moment, in all honesty, probably them and like Freddie Gibbs, Benny the Witcher. But yeah, that, that Alchemist Loose Change, so good. It's... That it is a smooth track. There's no way to get around that. Like the way that the horns come in, it feels like like someone's just taken this beautiful little big band sample. Maybe it's like two or three bar, two or four, two to four, two or four bars. You know that beautiful like smooth production, and and the way that Earl Sweatshirt is just is he's just putting the lyrics over the top of that. It's it's so smooth. I just love as well. Like they just put out a video for it, and it's just I I think. One of the big things with this new Alchemist album that I love is one that every track is so damn short. Like there's just there's no filler, <laughs> nothing like that. And then also like he's totally just gone for this real like mafia prestige, laid back kind of you know speakeasy bar, but it's like super super hard lyrics, uh, which he's been doing with Freddie Gibbs for a bit. And this new track with Earl, same vibe. And I'm absolutely 
just loving it. It's only like an EP he put out. It's just four tracks, but bangs. <laughs> You're not wrong about being short. It, it, I was actually, I expected it to sort of kick into another gear at some point, like to, to change up, but you know, that, that same sort of sample is basically the loop the whole way through. And I thought, is it going to be something done with that sample? Is it going to change around, chop and change? But no, it keeps, it keeps on tracking. And you're right. It just doesn't, it doesn't overstay its welcome. It just sits nicely at about two minutes, just over two minutes and uh, does exactly what it needs to do and gets out of there. It's it's weird. Almost like feels like a filler, but it like you actually just enjoy that. It's just a little two minute in and out. Great, great bars. Uh, Yeah. Just, Classic Alchemist production, honestly. Like, I don't know where the hell he finds these samples. He must be just an absolute crate digger uh, at the, <laughs> the op shops and everything over in America because the stuff he finds just insane. Yeah. <laughs> I, whatever happened to the um, to the skit in in, in a rap uh, album? Bring back the skit. Yeah, I mean, as well, like, I feel like this, the skit kind of died with what, like Eminem or something, which I just don't want anything in rap to die with Eminem. Like, why is that going to be the last memory we have? Get, get Earl Sweatshirt on it. Get him I think, I think he still the does studio. them, actually. Oh, no. That's not what you need. Nothing, you don't need Eminem pumping out skits in, uh, in his, well, anything post-2004 that Eminem's putting out. Oh, it's pretty rough stuff. Hang on, let me, let's have a look. Because, I mean, I... I did not listen. I don't know if you've done any deep dives on Eminem on this pod, but his last album was okay. Very long though, which I'm going to guess surely there's going to be a skit on there. So, track list, music to be murdered by. There is indeed, ladies and gentlemen, this man is still doing skits. I think he might be the only one in the game. He's doing skits. Holy mama. The skit ain't dead. It's just on life support. <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, fuck. Yeah, no, El Sweatsuit and Alchemist with Loose Change. That one, yeah, that's getting straight on the on the playlist, mate. No doubt about it. Fucking straight through. Ding, ding, ding. All right, well, I'm going to I'm gonna kick us off with a bit of a, a bit of a hard turn, I reckon, from, like, musically into the track, uh, the new track from Elijah and the Delusionals from down here on the Gold Coast, which is called You. This one's giving me some real heavy late 90s energy. Like, this is American Pie soundtrack gold. That is exactly what I was thinking as well. As it, it, I don't know. For a long time, when I thought about Eliza and Delusions, Delusionals, I feel like it's been kind of on the wrong side of that, that fine line. You know, it's <laughs> like, which one do I want to be doing? I want to be like one of the first two or three American Pies or like the sixth one that isn't even really American Pie anymore. The but this is that golden era. Yeah. This rides that right line. It's this is you know music to fuck a pie to. This is not music to have some weird stifflers mum joke for the nine hundredth time to. You know this is this is it. This is this is music to you know in ten years, twenty years time, the equivalent of the future bar our place in Fortitude Valley is playing this song with some American Pie clip up on the projector on the wall. This is this is some good trackage. Yes, please. This this is the one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know what? I'm really glad that these guys are bringing back. Speaking of things long, thought we thought long dead since the '90s. These guys are bringing back the artificial record scratch. Yeah, and I, I gotta say, I think it's one of the most 
underrated sound effects <laughs> in the whole cavalcade of sound effects. <laughs> Everyone's always gone off about like the Wilhelm scream, all this other stupid, cringy sound effects. The record stretch? No. Bring, Bring it, it back. back. <laughs> I mean, like, Weedus and Even Taxi they could, Ride. They could they... get an alchemist. They could get like an alchemist song, you know? Maybe they can get some DJs on there doing some record scratches on their tunes. <laughs> Fuck. The, the, the record scratch into the skit. We're going to create the, the, the perfect EP by the end of this, I think, with the individual elements from these tracks. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I'm a huge fan. I think as well, uh, I was watching the video along with it and uh, they nailed that as well. Yeah. Great, wholesome 90s vibes, bad green screen. They all look very, very different as well, which I thought was interesting because like, every time I've seen them, I've been like, these guys are a bit older, maybe kind of out of touch <laughs> for how old they are with what sort of music they're doing, you know? Like, I'm thinking, like, they're kind of looking like they're psycho or something, which is, like, 19-year-old, like, indie pop kind of type, but are making music that's super nice, lush 90s pop. So, it's weird to see them looking half their age and it not looking out of place. <laughs> kind of unsettling. They pull it off. They, do, they make it look it. good. Never before have I been so into watching checkerboard clothing. Oh, yeah. To me, it's always been a fashion faux pas, but I'm completely 100% in now. Bring back so, the real big fish vibes. Record scratch. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but me moving, moving forward again to a, another track from, from my big old selection is I'm going out of the English language. I'm going to Espanol, uh, going with Adios Amores with their track Luna Plateada. Left, left turn here if there ever was one let's be honest fuck not only left turn I mean, let's know, what, like, what? full roundabout but different equator I feel like even maybe I gotta go on Google Maps <laughs> and find out but I think that Spain might be officially northern equator <laughs> I was look like a little bit of Espanol for your listening pleasure and I have I mean to give a bit of back context here you, were, you found yourself in Spain uh, teaching English to to mm. Spanish, uh, well, children and adults, sort of just before the pandemic. So, I'm going to let you give us an an idea of uh, the the tone that this song sh- is is meant to be striking. I honestly feel like it kind of strikes the same sort of '90s fun tone as as other tracks we've been been thinking about this week. I mean, uh, I think happened to stumble upon them when I was at like this music festival over there, and they were playing like some grimy, crappy <laughs> bar where. You know, they're playing alongside, like, weird Italian punk bands and stuff. <laughs> so, I mean, that probably helps to kind of solidify it in a bit more of an adult tone. But I feel like it's, like, super, super boppy, kind of cartoonish in a way almost, you know? Like, it's yeah. just... Especially with, the like, all of their design on all their albums and stuff is just so obsessed with colour. You'd think it was, like, a Gorillaz album or something, like... <laughs> it's got a real... This actually felt like... An offcut of Spanish language Sergeant Peppers to me, mm. like it's got these kind of. I get behind that. It almost sounds a bit circus-like in the like the like that like the cartoonishness that you were talking about. It feels a bit like a like almost like a circus music playing somewhere in the background, and then it's got this like kind of pop music bop to it. It's there's a lot of elements going on in here, 
and then adds the title together, it's in Spanish. And so I have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> I mean, adds that as well that the fact that the band members kind of whole look is that they're like weird, gothy, library girl kind of looking <laughs> vibes. Like kind of 90s, but kind of not. Um, like manic pixie goth But girl. yeah, I mean, I just... Manic. Absolute manic. <laughs> but I mean, if you're, if you're translating it, it's just like Silver Moon, I think, is the the translation. Um, so, it's just a pretty run-of-the-mill kind of song about whatever, but just the character of their whole shtick comes through tenfold, and I love it. I love a bit of Adios Amores. <laughs> Look, if I ever find myself in Sevilla, you know, looking for a, a local late-night fucking grimy Italian punk band, uh, you know adjunct I'm definitely going to be hitting up Adios Amores these guys you know it had a bit of bop to it I can't I can't can't lie it got me going but speaking of getting going I'm actually going to mix it up here and and, and go in a completely different direction with uh, the band the Adelaide band Cold Wave and their latest track Plagiarize <laughs> It's doesn't have as much shimmer as any of the uh, you know the, the the tracks that we've been talking about so far. It's got a lot of um, energy and a lot of emotion pouring into it. Absolutely. I mean, I, when I heard the name, I immediately thought to the the wonderful movement of like five years ago of Doll Wave that seemed to die away. Yeah. And like maybe West Sebenen kind of was the last bastion of that, but I feel like this kind of tapped into that a little bit as well. You know, it's got that like chorusy, jangly, distorted guitar. But then it's instead of having like big footballer bloke energy at the front, it's got like somewhat whiny, but also just insanely emotional vocals over the top. It was, it's full on. I, my, my, my genre loving brain is like, do we call this like, is this, do we call this post hardcore in a way? Cause it does have those, some of those elements popping through. But at the same time, is it also just like heavy indie pop? Like it's somewhere, it sits somewhere between those two mm. sort of parts of the, of the, of those, those Venn diagrams. But I, yeah, I'd never heard of these guys before and big time ups would definitely go on on my personal playlist. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I love this sort of, it's almost like the UK kind of post punk kind of vibe to it as well, which I'm a big fan of. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all the, the band members got that whole shtick going where they're looking, you know, hella depresso, which we just love when it comes to this kind of music. So, big fan. <laughs> big fan. <laughs> this one definitely... Maybe one that's to... what Plagiarize comes into, actually. <laughs> just, just ripping just... off the UK, you know. <laughs> Still in the London look. I, I think this one is definitely one to awkwardly throw around your shoulders, like, at a gig if you don't really know how to dance. Like, it's just a real, like... Kind of vibe, you know what I mean? That was a real visual joke for an audio medium. Mm. Just imagine like uh, kind of like a, a millhouse sat at the prom kind of dance. You know, <laughs> head, heads down, kind of swaying around. Times that by 40 or 50 um, folks in, in the Gov in Adelaide and you've pretty much got this band. Mm. Where are they even from actually? Do you know where Cold Wave are from? Adelaide. They're, they're uh, from down there in SA. So oh, not, of course, yeah. not far from West there. Uh, you know, they're, they're stable mates in your mind. Well, yeah. When they get to Briz, I'll be all over that. Oh. Love me some Cold Wave now. Number one fan. <laughs> there you go, Cold Wave. We've got a new fan on board. Nick Huntington, all yours. Uh, but to round it out, I'm going to go back to back to home with the B&E 
which is with the new tune from mammoths of uh, the indie rock, indie rock scene, the Goon Sacks, with In the Stone. Which, honestly, I don't really know where to place this one. This was one that I put in there as I, I, I you know, respect the goon sacks, respect for getting back after who knows how many years away. But I'm, I'm still like processing if I do or don't dig the new, <laughs> new song. What do you think? This one took me, I'd say, two or three listens to really figure out my thoughts on it because it's the first time around. It's really, really simple. Um, it's you know very post-punk, almost new wave. If you're into the talking heads, this will be up your alley. But then sort of the second or third time when I really sat down and like took it in, there's these quite intricate guitar lines that are sort of almost almost like like really far back in the mix that you can't really hear unless you're really concentrating. But they're quite atmospheric and intricate and they're really cool. And I think that's like that really... I was like, okay, now I really appreciate where this song's going because it's those little tiny elements where I was like, it's not just this kind of really heavy, bassy, straightforward post-punk thing. Yeah, I definitely... I mean, they've obviously gotten a lot of uh, comparisons like the Go-Betweens, which, I mean, kind of... The Go-Betweens had a bit of a similar kind of progression, I guess, where they go from just like straight to the point indie rock to having a bit more atmospheric, out there kind of stuff. So, I mean, I'm, I'm here for what it means because I'm very here to see the Goon Sacks go weird on, on this album uh, while keeping the lyrics kind of on that same kind of gothy, emotional kind of vibe. They're talking all about like vampires and stuff on this one, which I don't really understand, but I'm, I'm here for, you know? <laughs> They've been reading lots of like Lord Byron's poetry and Mary Shelley, Mary, yeah, Mary Shelley and stuff like that. Oh, I like to think they've just been reading a lot of Goosebumps, honestly. I mean, <laughs> you got to get the right source material. The, uh, you know, the honourable R.L. Stein uh, and his seminal works of horror fiction. Some of the spookiest out there. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> That's that think- trauma reading, you know? Oh yeah, it's and and you know how good was you a Goosebump? Early. I could choose your own adventure Goosebump, where. <laughs> Every single time oh, you died. Dude. And it was always like you opened the door and then you're murdered. It's like, oh, cool, sweet. I'll just go back to the beginning, I guess. Every single time. Sitting in the library and just hearing the cold, cold cries of me in the corner dying again <laughs> over and over again at lunch break. <laughs> I I mean, obviously, for the people that don't know, there is a, a pretty obvious connection between the Go-Betweens and the Goon Sacks in that Robert Forster um, from the Go-Betweens is the father of uh, one of the members of the band. So there's that kind of obvious parallel between those two sounds so maybe they're, they're going to sort of take a leaf out of the that the go-between sort of playbook and, and really go down that weird route and get a bridge named after them well i mean they're moving to london it's the next stop you know you've got to do what you do. same thing <laughs> i find look forward to you know 2060 brisbane going over the goon sax bridge it's gonna be great hell yeah i would like to think that we named a, a winery after them as well I mean, I, I've seen that the chats have been getting into the Goon game. I'm surprised that the Goon Sacks aren't getting that sweet, sweet dosh from the, the Goon Sack game. But a nice, a nice cooler bar, the Goon Sacks collab mm. coming to a park with near weird, you. weird visuals with vampires on it as well. Why not? <laughs> oh yeah, succulent, succulent blood Pinot Pinot Noir. That'd be quite nice in a Goon Sack. Mm. 
I want around hints the- of cigarette butt on there as well. Oh yeah, hint hint of an underage party on the back palette. <laughs> I want to round it out uh, with um, this one's not the newest track from Sydney Outfit Glades, but it is a relatively new track, so I'm cheating a little bit. It's their song "Dancing in the Mirror." Um, to love yourself takes some time. To love myself took some time, and now I'm great. I'm fine. If you ask me, I'm doing killer. I see myself a little clearer. Lately, I've been dancing. Which has been sort of getting heavy rotation in my um, playlist the last couple of weeks, and it's pretty much like just like nonstop electro pop sound with this one. I'm definitely getting some some like working out in the gym vibes. Like I Ooh. definitely think this is going to be chucked onto a million and one different like crowd DJ, <laughs> uh, which sponsor the 78 Amp podcast crowd DJ if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> different crowd DJ platforms, uh, and you know I can just see this pumping off at any uh, any beer garden around the local southeast Queensland region, any gym. But I mean I'm completely here for it. I love it's- the kind of. It's like top forty pop ish, but it's not. It's like it's this amazing, like really, really amazing, just easy listening pop song. But it's also got so much else going on. I feel that. I feel that a lot. And like in my in my brain, it starts out with this kind of like that real bouncy, like light EDM that people like um, James Franco have been putting out in the Fox Hotel for for about you know a decade now. And then it takes this hard turn into, as you were saying, like this top 40 pop sound that's got, you know, these kind of distorted guitars going on and, you know, these kind of cool um, syncopated rhythms and stuff like that that make it a little bit extra to what you might, you know, it's not it's not sounding like something off a Dua Lipa record, but it's sounding in that ballpark and it's real, it's sweet, sugary pop that I'm into. Yeah, I kind of think about it like Carly Rae Jepsen kind of vibe. Mm-hmm. Not the Call Me Maybe era, but more of her more recent stuff. The emotion era. To chew on. Mm. Yeah, I feel that. I, f- I feel that a lot, actually. There's, there's a lot going on in, in this track that I'm, I'm a big fan of. And I can never go past a chorus that has just bulk ooze, like just coming nice in my ear. It's like, I like that. <laughs> <laughs> but who's making it in there? Earworm with the big oo. <laughs> Open mouth worm crawling through. <laughs> No one on my brain. Well, that's uh, that's it. That's six new tracks that should be in your ears and on your playlists. Uh, Nick Huntington, thank you for for joining me to, to walk me down this, at times, um, you know, multilingual pathway of, of new music. It's a path of discovery for one and all. You know, I've I've discovered Cold Wave. I'm a big fan. Number one Brizzy fan. I hope that the listeners have discovered something as well. Yeah, exactly. And again, uh, go check out the Price Negotiable podcast. It is an absolute hoot. There was, I was really into the uh, the dating apps episode talking about um, when food com- comes out at the wrong time on a first date. You know, you have to, one person eats by themselves and the other person eats by themselves. Made me feel like really reminisce about some some dates that I went on as a young boy. Me too, in the worst possible way. But, I mean, that's what the whole point of the pod is, of course. It's just pain. It's pain for all in the best possible way. And then you can soothe yourself with that Glades track. Yeah, exactly. Or if you want to, you know, get some Silver Moon, Adios Amores up you, I'm into that as well. But, uh, Nick, thank you for coming on. Oh, thank you, Maxi. Absolute pleasure. <laughs>